Welcome to Sharpen the Squares podcast, second episode of the year. I am your host, and with me is my guest host. I am Magoo, and this is Jay. He's about to speak. Jay, speak. Wow, what a just what a rollicking kickoff to the show. <laughs> no need for like some awesome like music to roll us in. Just uh, an awkward mental like recess or recitation <laughs> of a script that is just not going well. So nope. we're off to a terrible start. Uh, let's keep it going. What's going on, Magoo? We're off to a terrible start on the pod, yeah. but not on our betting plays because no. we were able to hammer under 53 of Nebraska, Illinois. Oh, yeah. And if you would have listened to the picks that weren't given out publicly, you could have made units on that one. We didn't give it out. We didn't do. You didn't want to do a week zero college football bet. No, Magoo texted me after the game was over and told me that it was a winner by a half point. <laughs> so uh, we will take him at his word. How's, how's things been going? Are we getting pumped for So you did, in fairness, in all transparency, Magoo texted me. Well, we were supposed to pod last week, and I wasn't able to make it. And then he texted me Saturday morning and said, want to pod? And uh, – I was trying to be a good husband to build some capital before the football season starts. And I'm going to be like, Oh, Sunday, I got to watch the bears. So we went for a walk on the beach and went to St. Pete to get some bagels. And you texted me and said, you, you saw want... Tom Brady and Gronk. Yeah. You know, they were out there playing spike ball on the beach. Um, <laughs> Gronk has some hops. Brady does Ooh. not as you know, but you know, so I said, Hey, what's up fellas. They gave me a nod um, you know, and the wife and I went on our beach walk, but Magoo texted me and said, do you want to uh, get a pot in before the games start? And I was like, well, we have a whole week. And uh, we did not. Apparently there were games this last Saturday in college football that I had no idea was happening. Ooh. Okay. What happened? Okay. Anything exciting this last weekend? <clears throat> you had week zero. You had Nebraska and Illinois. Nebraska lost. That was okay. uh, disappointing. Illinois is a pretty terrible team. So here's why I would have bet for Nebraska to lose, and we'll probably continue to bet them to lose. <laughs> I saw on Twitter a couple weeks ago they did like a jersey unveil for like their overall styled uniforms. Have you seen those atrocities? <laughs> no. They are so bad. Well, they man. like they got to change something up though. Oh man, if you get a chance to look at these like weird alternate jerseys that the Corn Huskers are about to roll out this season, they might be one of the like worst jerseys you'll see of all time. Whew, I can't wait for that. I can't yeah. wait for that unveiling. Yeah. The old black shirts. Yeah. So we had that game. We had some terrible Big Ten. Uh, you know, you always take the team getting seven, no matter what team it is in the Big Ten. Uh, if they're they're playing an anemic offense, it wins every time. Okay, ninety percent of the time it wins every time. Wow, that's good odds. Yeah, yeah. We had Hawaii UCLA. Okay, Hawaii got crushed on the mainland. You always uh-huh. fade Hawaii on the mainland. Oh, because of like the travel and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they just they're out of sync. Jet yeah. lag, lagging There's... of jets. Hmm lagging their jet sweeps. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the Bears are coming up. The Bears had some news we'll get to later. 
Oh yeah, we'll save Bears Corner for later, but there is Bears some Corner. excitement in Bears Land. It's not just a football podcast. We had a great, phenomenal uh, BMW Championship with Bryson. Oh, I did hear that Bryson got really irritated that people keep saying like "Well done, Brooksy." So he uh, he gave an expletive to one of the fans. Oh my heck! Uh, that did that and. Uh, you know, I don't mind. So he he kind of snapped at Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay was walking into his line of sight. Now I'm a I'm I'm quite the golfer, you know. Okay. I uh I don't I I don't like completely condemn him for asking Patrick to stop walking. However, his mother taught him better manners than than the way he asked. He just goes, Patrick, can you? Hey, Patrick. He goes, Patrick, I need you to stop walking. Hey, hey, you you can't lay there. Yeah. So he just he just kind of snapped at him. Mm. I would have approached it of, hey, Patrick, you mind holding up for a second? You know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with just asking nicely? I'm starting to worry that Bryson just might not be a real nice dude. So he, you've ever seen the movie Steve Jobs? No. There's a good quote that describes Bryson. Steve okay. Jobs says, Steve Jobs says, I don't want to be disliked. I'm indifferent to whether people like me or not. And I think that's kind of Bryson. He wow. doesn't want to be disliked. He's just indifferent to whether people like him or not. Yeah, that kind of makes you an a-hole. But, uh, he, really, he, just doesn't, he just doesn't really do himself any favors acting this way. Wow. Like, well, friends, like, this was a, a nice little unexpected detour, as we uh, are wont to do on our pod. So if you listen in throughout the year, You'll get all kinds of delightful rabbit tail rabbit trails, such as this discussion on Bryson. Bryson, you love him or hate him, you're you're watching him. Uh, I'm doing neither, really. I just think it was interesting. <laughs> oh, so uh, Cantley won in the playoff. That was fun. Okay, and there wasn't much else. UTEP minor nation that uh, that uh, Billy and I always liked. They they yeah. got they covered. Easily versus your New Mexico State Cowboys. So okay, that was also fun. Okay. And I've got my plays ready for college football week one. Or week, week one, yeah, week one. Well, so here's the deal: we're called sharpening the squares, right? The the idea is that we hopefully do a little more informed analysis on the games and give some picks. I admittedly know nothing about college football. I have placed all my eggs in the NFL basket. And learn nothing about college teams really until draft season. Uh, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that some of the favorites this year in college football are Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. You're missing probably... one more. Who cares? <laughs> You'll get it sooner or later. Old Miss. No, did you hear me? I said you'll get it sooner or later. Nope. <laughs> the Oklahoma Sooners. Oh right. See what I see what I did there? See what I, I did do. There? I do. <laughs> all right. Well there you go. So no need to watch the season. One of those six teams will win it all. You would not be uh you would be wise to, to bet one of those six. If you bet all of those six to win the championship, would you lose money? You would. They, they, okay. they, they do. They control for that? Figure the math. They do figure the math on, on all of that. So. Dang it, Vegas. All right. They so just, let's get into week one. 
What do you like? Okay, so week one. Week one. I don't know if you've heard of this one college. So it's called the University of Georgia. Have you heard of them? Uh, I'm familiar with the Bulldogs. My Bulldog is uh, snoring on the chair next to me as we speak. There you go. Oh, your Bulldog. Yeah, I forgot your Bulldog's name's Ugga. So no, she's fun. Delilah. Well, she's delightful. Yeah, she is. <laughs> so they play a little team called Little Old Clemson. Ooh, this is a big uh, game. We talked about this one a while back. This is the headliner of the year. Oh, right. Getting it out, just not even stretching, just going right into it, huh? So I've already uh, scoped out every game for the whole season as far as the matchups. This is is the big one. There's no other matchup. Maybe if A&M and Alabama are both crazy ranked high, but... This is the one for the year, and you know it's it's over with already in week one. So that's what are their rankings? I'm assuming Clemson's one. Clemson is three. Wow, that's pretty low. How embarrassing for them is five. Oh, so we got a top five matchup though. That's exciting. It's at neutral field. It's at Bank of America Stadium, home of Flo's Cam Newton, formerly in in New England. In uh, in the Panthers, Panther, Pantherific. Oh, I hate to tell you that Cam plays for Bill Belichick now in New England. Does he? Yeah. This doesn't bode well for me for fantasy. Yeah. I need to do my research. We'll get there. We'll get there. So they're in Charlotte. In Charlotte, neutral site game. Okay. Can you? Do you want to guess the the, the line, the spread? I, I don't know. I would uh, Clemson minus three and a half. Really good. It opened at three and a half. It is now down to three. Okay. Um, I'll give you my reasons why you just lay the wood. I'm going to text Baru, our old pal Baru. For uh, our new gamblers, what does lay the wood mean? Just uh, bet your mortgage on it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, and, go ahead and pay that bad boy off with this play because okay. I'll give you all the reasons I like Clemson right now. Uh, wh- one of my rules for betting is fade the team that's getting pumped up and hyped up on ESPN. People because still watch ESPN? The squares do. Okay. The squares. And yeah, remember, we're, we're trying, we're trying to sharpen. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you and I are trying to sharpen Steven, them. So you're saying Stephen A. Smith is all over the Bulldogs. He's yelling about it. The Herb Streets, the Dez Sowers, the David Pollocks, the Paul okay. Feinbaums. Paul Feinbaum. Okay, the guy from The Bachelor. <laughs> Joey, uh, uh, no, not Joey. Who was that? Jesse Palmer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's two from The Bachelor. There's also Jordan Rogers from The Bachelor, oh. who's actually not a bachelor. He was uh, the the one that got the heart of JoJo on on The Bachelor season. And he's the one that has a great relationship with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, correct? Yes, he is not. They do not have an embattled uh, relationship, and he is ah. not estranged by okay. Aaron Rodgers. So. Is Jay Cutler on any of this programming? <laughs> Jay Cutler, man, he your your old boy. <laughs> yes, Cutler. Yes, he's not. <laughs> okay, he hasn't hit the. Uh, he'll probably go in the booth somewhere. He'll probably CBS is what I'm. Okay, guessing. okay, that should be fun. So. All right, so back to the pits. Okay, I wasn't going to get into the Cavallari thing. So, back to all the right, picks. so back to the picks. ESPN. My point was ESPN's hyping up Georgia, okay. so that's strike one. Strike two is the injuries for Georgia. They are really banged up. Oh no, there's just no way Eric Gilbert can just 
you know, he's a five-star transfer from LSU. When was there time to get banged up? <laughs> well, George Pickens uh, tore his ACL at the end of last season. Okay. So he needs about a year to recover. He just yep. can't recover in like, you know, nope. six months. Nope. So George Pickens is their star receiver, five-star. He'll be a first-rounder eventually. Okay. And then they've got some problems on uh, – uh, they've got a tight end, and they're uh, one of their secondary starters, Tyke Hill, mm. is also – uh, banged up and doubtful to play. No one's oh talking my. about all these injuries. Injuries. I don't understand why. Mm. It's kind of it's kind of a big deal. Okay. Uh, they're hyping up JT Daniels because he went four zero when he took over the starting role, but he played the likes of you know Auburn, uh, South Carolina. Just not not as great teams. I w- we would have liked to seen him face off against uh, Alabama and see what it would have done there. Clemson has a wonderful history of uh, these big games at the beginning of the season. The rule is if you, if you want to bet against Clemson, you bet them when they're falling asleep in the year, not when they're anticipating uh, they're anticipating a game like this. The other problem mm. is Clemson was just embarrassed, and they've heard all summer about how their defense got embarrassed versus the Ohio State Justin Fields Buckeyes. I've heard of him. Yes, and so you just you always take that team that's had too long to think about it. Got it. The other, my favorite point, though, the last point I'll make on this game, because I don't have many more picks. There's only a few that I really love. My last point, and this game deserves to be talked about a lot. My favorite point, though, is Baru and I would always talk about it. I know all of my all of our listener right now. Uh, has listened to us since day one in every episode. Mm. And you would know that Baru and I always talked about the best bet in football is to fade the public road underdog. Okay. Now, I'm cheating a little bit because this is a neutral spot, neutral site game. But they're still on the road, and they're still public, and they're still an underdog. You want to hear a really fun stat? Okay. We've got some, we've got some steam line movements on Clemson. We've got uh, reverse line movement on Clemson. Okay. Uh, and uh, 80%, 60, or excuse me, 70% of the tickets are now on Georgia. That's Ooh. 60% of the money is on Clemson. Ooh. Uh oh. Whoa. Okay. So there you go. Our squares are on Georgia and Clemson. Georgia just doesn't have it. And then the track record. Clemson has a really good track record of these opens, and Georgia not so much. Well, Again, and they have Trevor Lawrence. They do not have him anymore. But they have a quarterback. If I spelled you the name or a quarterback, I would love to hear your uh... – I've, I've heard people pronounce him like I have no idea how to say that. <laughs> we should have gotten Becca on here to, uh, to try to pronounce him. Hold name. on, let me look it up. Just be like, hey, Becca. DJ, oh, it's Ugalele. It's actually pronounced Ui Unga Lele. Ui Unga Lele. It's Ugalele. Ugalele. (laughs) The new quarterback. He's going to have a coming out party. So, anyway. I've heard people on podcasts talking about him being a big, like, NFL prospect. Yeah, but he's got a couple years until he's. He's being drafted, so 
squares are, are slamming Georgia, and they're okay. probably putting Georgia in a lot of teases, getting it mm. up to, to nine. Okay. Which I might have to do as a happiness hedge, even though I, there's a scenario where Clemson blows them out. So that's play one. Okay. Play two, Kansas State. They live for these 11 a.m. early games. They play a Stanford team that is all name and not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of meat in that sandwich. Mm. Fade the trees. I'm laying the wood with Kansas State, laying the points. I should say, okay. two and a half. Kansas State, 11 a.m. early game. That's play number two. Alabama, lay 19. They never adjust these lines enough for the beginning of the year. Oh, because they, they beat everybody by like what 40 points early on in the year. Yeah, I mean, this is just rinse and repeat. Last year, Clemson played a 10th-ranked Miami team and absolutely dominated and crushed them. Got it. So this is just rinse and repeat. Well, and Alabama always has, like, what, like 12 first and second round draft picks or more on their team every year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just – they're good. They recycle five-star talent. Yeah. This is an easy one. You take, yep. you just lay the points with Alabama because six months, six weeks into the year, this line is twenty five and a half or twenty eight. Yep. Okay. Get get the value with nineteen. So that's play number three. Yes. Uh, play number four. Uh, oh, my one of my favorites. Uh, UL Lafayette getting eight versus Texas twenty twenty one. Okay. Uh, why are we laying eight points with Texas? ULF Lafayette's going to run, run, and run the ball more. Love that play. Uh, and then finally, our our last play. Oh, wait, I lost it. Oh, it was earlier in the year. Oh, it was earlier in the day. Riveting podcast. This is good stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff. Ohio State, there it is. Ohio oh, State. yeah. Well, they play Ohio- Thursday, right? They play Thursday, but it's Monday, so you could still place a bet on Ohio State. Okay. That's why I couldn't find it because it was Thursday. Game. That's fair. We'll give you that. Four, 14 points. Again, six weeks in the year, this line is 21. Who okay. are they playing? Oh, the Golden Gopher, Golden Gopher Row the Boats of Minnesota. Got it. Ooh, I did hear one fun thing about the Minnesota team today. I guess they have this Australian kid on their line, like that's – He's like a freshman lineman, and he's like close to like six nine and four hundred pounds, but apparently he's pretty athletic. That's an amazing tidbit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There's your there's your week one college football winners to be sharpened later on. See you at the window, right? They say that in Vegas. There you go. Yeah, this kid is his name is. Daniel Falele, F-A-A-L-E-L-E. He's an Australian-born American football offensive tackle playing for the Golden Gophers. He's listed on Wikipedia as 6'9", 400 pounds. That's too tall. I mean, Jonathan Ogden was huge. Yeah. He can be huge as a lineman. I think Nate Solder was like 6'8". He is a freaking monster. I might tune in just to see how huge that guy is. Holy smokes. Yeah, you should tune in. I mean, it's Thursday night. You got you to yeah, we'll get, get your football fix in. Get a little Maybe. fixed. He may be a future bear, too. Oh, boy, we could use some linemen, but we'll get there.
We'll get All right. Back. Any other well, college football stuff going on? That's it. Uh, I think we're at the Bears' corner now. That, well, well I'll, I'll, let me recap it. So take Thursday night, Ohio State, lay 14 points with them. Feel great about that one. Saturday night, or yeah, Saturday night, the big one, Clemson, lay it with the three points. Grab UL Lafayette, ULALA, as I like to call them. Uh, getting eight points versus uh, the poor Longhorns of Texas. They gra- grab the eight, maybe throw them in a teaser. Lay the points with Alabama, 19 points versus Miami. Mm-hmm. Another one that's just mm, too easy. So great looking card. And Kansas State, minus two and a half versus the trees of Stanford. Well, and real quick, in case you didn't have time to write those down and you don't want to hit like rewind on your pod, <laughs> should we? We are launching a Sharpening the Squares Twitter account soon this week. And <laughs> we should probably put our picks on there for transparency. So uh, check it out on Twitter, sharpen underscore squares. And uh, Magoo and I will be putting up uh, our thoughts and our picks. And uh, keeping track for you guys on there. So you can tune into Twitter to check us out. Yep. Pay off your mortgage uh, with our plays. Or just tweet at us and tell us how dumb we are. We will probably get a lot of time when they lose. Yeah, I'm sure there might be some of those, but hopefully not. Uh, All right. Should we shift into NFL gear? Moving on from college football. This is where I, this is, I want to go NFL. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go Bears. And we're gonna, gonna just kick it right off. Well, I was thinking, you know, we could talk about <laughs> what we're looking forward to this season. But uh, yeah, oh, okay. we'll kick it. I am really looking forward to the Bears. So I think that Andy earlier, Dalton, baby. earlier this off season might have been some of the lowest moments I've ever experienced as a Bears fan. So there were all the rumors that we were interested in trading for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. The uh, Deshaun Watson trade rumors died pretty quickly when his news came out. We'll leave that be what it is. So then the Bears quickly pivoted, and it sounded like Russ was going to be interested in a trade. He wanted to come to Chicago. The Bears offered Seattle three first-round picks plus two defensive starters. Ooh. they could have got three to f- or three first round picks and like Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith and uh, Seattle was like, no, no Nuh-uh. thanks. And then what are you, are you unwrapping a burrito right in the middle of Bears Corner? <laughs> no, keep going. What are I'm you unwrapping? This is White Castle. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy your sliders. Right I don't the- know why my uh, AirPods are so uh, sensitive, but they my are. My heck. Um, there is a mute button too, if you want to, anyways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> within all of that, so the bears offer all of that and Seattle's like, no, no, thanks. And so I was just like, ugh, living with the thought that like the bears might finally have like a good quarterback after our stretch of like terribleness. And so like, not only did they not make the trade with Russ Wilson go through, but the very next day, Ryan Pace panics and signs Andy Dalton. And uh, it was just a really low, low, low moment getting ready to walk into the season with either Andy Dalton or Nick Foles. Like at that that point, like I would have just kept Trubisky. Like what's it even worth? Um, And I had a tough time like talking myself into Dalton. Like it was not good. But then uh, the draft came around 
and Justin Fields kept slipping and he came to Chicago and has just breathed life into the uh, fan base. And we are really excited. We are not excited. What did you think? What did you think about Dalton's comments of basically I'll paraphrase, but he basically said, you know, Justin Fields is cute and all, but this is my season. Well, I mean, like he's, he's been named, (laughs) he's been named the starter now. And like, I don't know what else you want him to say. Right, like he's been named the starter, and like you want him to have confidence, but it's tough, man. When like everybody just wants to see the rookie play over this guy, so um, I'm kind of torn. I think watching the preseason games, like Fields passes the eye test. Like the Bears look like more explosive as an offense with him running the second team than Dalton running the first team. He's more mobile. The Bear. The Bears' offensive line is really, 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 really bad. Um, so you when run the, Bears the risk. Not had a bad offensive line. Like 1985. Um, <laughs> Did good here. Yeah, Jimbo Covert and the, the gang paving the way for Walter Payton back in the day. But mm. uh, yeah, so I mean, I kind of get it, right? Like you don't want to mm-hmm. at like this critical time in like Fields' development. I don't. Like, it makes sense that you probably want to give, like, this patchwork offensive line, like, some reps in-game um, before feeding the, the rookie to the, the Wolves. We don't want, like, a Sam Darnold, I'm seeing ghosts situation. But we're all just really ready. So I think, honestly, like, I understand why they're just going to, like, kind of make Andy Dalton the sacrificial lamb while hopefully the offensive line gets things figured out. But uh, I'm, I'm yeah. in it. I'm, I'm ready. Like, I'm excited for the Bears. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Dalton lasted two quarters. I think his leash is going to be really, 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 really tight. I mean, what um, they do is they put Dalton in there versus like the tough stretch of the tough teams. Yeah. And then you put fields in for like their cupcake games. Well, I think the, I think the schedule opens up like Rams, Lions, Browns. So, okay. So you just put him in at the end of the Ram- put put him in at the end of the Rams game put him in for the Lions and and roll with it from there <laughs> put so Dalton in back in for the Browns <laughs> yeah oh man yeah the Browns dude so their their line looks nasty they have right Miles Garrett they signed uh Clowney Clowney but I think they also got like Tack McKinley and have like another good defensive tackle so their line is going to I think the Browns like I wouldn't be surprised to see the Browns make a, a deep run this year. So I guess we can kind of transition into like teams that we're excited mm-hmm. to watch this season. Um, so I think like the Browns are like the post post hype sleeper. So they're kind of like two years removed mm-hmm. from being like the preseason, like off season champions when they traded for Odell last week it, or last year, it didn't really work. I mean, it, they had a great season last year, but they, um, you know, didn't have the super deep run, had injuries, but I could see the Browns being really, really good this year. They have a solid offensive line. Their receivers are really good. Um, how about you? Who Are there any NFL teams that you're excited about what they're putting together this year? Absolutely. We got the Jags. They're okay. Putting together some, uh, well, some, some sad news down in your Jaguar jacuzzi. You were all on board when they, they drafted the two Clemson guys, uh, Trevor mm-hmm. and Travis. But Travis yeah. has a foot injury, and now he's out for the year. So are you still going to bandwagon uh, in Jacksonville? 
I guess so, because I mean Travis is still part of the Jags, so I don't yeah. I don't have a team kind of a nomad, but they cut Tim Tebow though. That one, you know, that just that killed me. I just don't even know why. Like, why can't Tebow be the third string quarterback? Like, tell me that. Like, well, he was trying. He's to not be a, a tight end. end. I get it. I get it. Well, I understand. I get it. Like, did I you see the clips of him block, trying to block? Oh boy! And it was just like, yeah, he, you know what he looked like? He looked like a quarterback trying to block somebody. It was Cause, pretty cause bad. Guess what? He's a quarterback, and, and and you remember fourth and God. So, it's but he didn't like, even know how to like stand in the way of someone. I just want to bring back fourth and God. Oh, and, man. Uh, you know, and, and bring him in. Just put him in third string. Who cares? Like, Simpler days. No, there's... Tebow let, brought you a national title, Urban Meyer. Like, yeah, the, bring the other... Back. Don't bring nepotism. Tebow's made plenty of money. Maybe give someone a, a, a chance that, that has a, you know, has a shot to turn into, like, the next Kurt Warner or Tony Romo. I think I mean, he didn't care Tebow's, about the money. He just wants Tebow's to stay time in the, in the show. He just wants to stay on the show. All right. What other and other storylines you're excited for in the NFL? In the NFL, oh, I'm really looking forward to uh, really this Bears team. Just for yeah, well, yeah. I just Justin ugh. Fields. Like, what if he's bad? Like, what if? But what if he's amazing? Like, it's just going to be the worst. Well, if he's, if he's bad, like, mediocre. If you he's know? bad, like we've been there before. Right, like, <laughs> Bears fans are, like, we've been down that road of, like, putting our hopes in a QB and, like, having it be crushed. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what to do with a Bears fan. I think one of the exciting things this year is, like, all five of the first-round rookie quarterbacks, like, they might all be good. They all looked really good in the preseason. Yeah, Trevor looked amazing yesterday. Uh, yeah, Trevor was slinging it. Zach Wilson's been doing good. Trey Lance looks electric in San Fran. He's in a great scheme. Mac Jones is making good reads and, and looks Sammy polished. Ellinger. Sammy Ellinger. Whatever. He won't play. <laughs> well, maybe he, he's with the Colts, right? He is. So the Colts are largely unvaccinated, it seems. And so he might oh. have a shot at playing. Just today, uh, the Colts starting center, Carson Wentz, and like two other players were close contact of COVID, uh, one of the staff members, and now they can't practice for like five or 10 days or something like that because they're all unvaccinated. So I think that's one of my interesting storylines is uh, which unvaccinated players are going to tank their team's chances at winning (laughs) because uh, they refuse to get an FDA-approved shot and uh, are looking up, uh, you know, doing research on, on Facebook. So... That'll be interesting. Um, I'm I'm very excited that Matt Nagy is the favorite for first coach fired. Oh, I don't think he'll be the first coach fired. No, oh, you like you have any more long shots for, for the Bears coach won't fired? Fi- if they fire him, it won't be till the end of the season. Ooh, first coach fired. Mike, yeah, it's, Mac- it's, Mike McCarthy might be high on know, that list. I, I was going to say that, but it's only year two for McCarthy. So that, yeah, that's, but that's Dallas a has more... a – they have expectations, and they have so much talent on that offense. Like, Plus, he looked like an absolute doofus on most of the Hard Knocks episodes. Like, <laughs> he's he's given these kids, like, Austin Powers references, and, like, Austin Powers didn't come out, like, in these kids' lifetime. <laughs> Oh so, boy! 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a, a lot of the coaches that were fired are only in their like first or second year, so you really can't you really can't fire anybody. Probably Vic Fangio in Denver. Vic is up there for sure. I think I would put Mike McCarthy on that list. Oh man. Peterson in Philly. No, he's already gone. They have a oh, Nick Sirianni. Oh man, I'm Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would I would say Fangio or Mike McCarthy are my picks. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Well that's maybe that's a good bet. I don't I don't have any good NFL plays. Uh, we'll come back we'll come back next week. Um but You've got to get. You've got between now and Sunday to get smart on the NFL because uh, the American Fantasy Super League draft is this weekend. Should be fun. We're gonna have the shambongs flowing. Um, yeah, a lot of smack talk. Uh, you're the only one with a good keeper. Feels that's like that's not uh, true. That that's not true. Well, boy, so somebody's keeping Waller for for a little bit. Carl's keeping Waller. Someone's got Derrick Henry for like a thirty dollar bet. So it's an auction league. Um, and we've been this league has been rolling since like 2008 um, with pretty much similar players. You know, we've had some folks, our old pal Baru, who founded the league, uh, dropped off and has like dipped his toe back in. But he remains um, out of the league. But uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun gig. We uh, we have a pretty good league. I was the champ last year, my first championship. Um <laughs> But I, you know, as I'm prone to do, I ask my uh, lovely wife for football advice or, you know, advice on on picks, advice on fantasy keepers or, you know, what have you. So we were out on a walk the other day and, you know, I was like, I got to I got to get my pick locked in for a keeper. Um, And so I just said, you know, Bex, like, who should who should I target for my keeper? And she said. Why are we talking about soccer? I thought we were talking about football, and I was like, "What? No, like my keeper." Kylian like, Mbappe. I was Kylian like, "We're Mbappe. talking, we're talking about fantasy football." She's like, "But you said keeper. That's soccer, <laughs> which really is showing tremendous growth in Very in much. her recognition." And she's like, "You know, the guys with the hamburger helper gloves, and they dive on the ground." So already we're showing good promise here. But I was like, "No, no, no." So I. Explain to her, you know, what a fantasy football keeper was. She's like, easy. You go with Lamar James. <laughs> Lamar James was a player. Well, no, but I think the more that I think about it, she's almost picked like a perfect football player. Like if you combine like Lamar LeBron James, James. Le, Le, yeah, LeBron and Lamar, like that's probably one of the most dynamic athletes you could imagine. Wow. Can you imagine LeBron playing tight end? You would Oof. draft him in fantasy. What if he was a quarterback? Oof. No one he can see over the whole line. He'd be as tough to bring down as Ben Roethlisberger, but the dude can move. I bet he can throw the ball far. We know he's got good touch. Yeah. Something to think about. Something to think about. But yeah, so we've got the fantasy league rolling in Sunday. Um It'll be, it's, it's like the Masters, the annual tradition. Every year, Magoo gets really excited after a couple of little shambongs and price enforces and catches himself with players that he doesn't want. Making Coleman very upset. Yeah. You, uh, like, you're going to wind up with the likes of 
uh, Joe Mixon. And when the bell hits zero on the auction timer, you like pretend to act excited, even when you're not. We uh, <laughs> we are going to have issues with pausing the draft and running out of pauses. We uh, what other <laughs> what other issues do we run in with draft yeah, every year? Yahoo, Yahoo, that was a disaster when we did Yahoo. There's always someone in the league that like is too hesitant to like spend their auction value. So they wait until like night, like 60 or 70 players are drafted before they spend any money and then are confused why they have a crap team. Um, Um, Well, that's Coleman every year, but yeah, every year we've got a guy that drafts two quarterbacks, two kickers and two defenses, (laughs) even though we haven't used kickers since like 2015. Um. It's delightful. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really fun. I would have loved to see the look on your face when you did that research for with your spreadsheet, and you realized that Julio drafts two quarterbacks every time. Every it's time. Not, so it's not drafting two quarterbacks, right? It's that he spends like seventeen on his first quarterback and like eighteen on his second, and it's like I can saw, only start one. So you basically forget- just. I forget who it was, but there was someone a couple years ago that spent like good money on three quarterbacks and were in a one quarterback league. Probably like, Julio. What? No, it wasn't Julio. It was I think it might have been uh Scott Boynton back in the day. Oh, I just outed him oh, on a public long... pod. Yeah, you did. My bad, dude. That was a while back. Yeah, I'm t- I went deep in my analysis this year looking for trends. So uh Great. We're excited, um, but I think that's all we got this week, right? We we uh, can maybe rat, we can maybe share some highlights of the the fantasy draft shenanigans next week. Recap our picks from this yeah. week, and then give uh, the week one well, NFL plays and college plays for for next week. Yeah, well, well we got to get up the Twitter so I can get these plays up on Twitter, and we can get the record going. And I've yeah. got to get my initial. I got to get my futures bets for the for the fantasy league going, and then. Uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. Football is back. Hopefully yeah, man. Normalcy. Hopefully yeah. normalcy this year. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, check it out on Twitter. It's going to be sharpen underscore squares, and it's going to have a real nice icon of a pencil being sharpened in an electric pencil sharpener. Real <laughs> high-quality, free graphic that we found on the Internet. Oh, heck. Give us a follow. We are currently at zero. So no, hey, be the first. Yeah, you can do it. Don't let uh, Becca be the first. Maybe we'll uh, update our follower numbers so we can just uh, show everybody how sad this podcast is as we move forward. Um, It's pretty sad, but you know what? hmm. You don't have to uh, winners. Oh boy, no, no popularity contest. Yeah. Are, were you trying to do the whole ending line there and just messed it up? No, no. I was trying to say that like we play winners we, or we yeah. give you winners and like when would you rather just like lose to bears picks on college game day or would you rather get real winners with real analysis give me the real winners with uh some some analysis i guess is it a popularity contest or is it about cashing you know paying off your mortgage early it's about getting those units huh unitizing all righty well do you want to do our uh our uh, our send off for the week no, what, no. What I'm is it gonna, you always I'm, say? I'm not going to do that, Jim. I'm going to go another direction. Oh. So instead of the usual send-off, okay. I'm just going to tell you that you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. 
There you go, fellas and well, ladies. You can't win much in either. You oh, see what I did there? Oh, see, what I did there? <laughs> see what I did there? Till next week. Bye-bye. Bye.